In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. There's no Paul on this show because he's out having fun, probably getting drunk again somewhere. But um, it's the second game against the Steelers this season, so Jim from Jim and the King podcast is back. How are you doing? Hello, I'm a sucker for punishment, obviously. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me back on, Jack. <laughs> oh, no, it's, uh, more than happy to have you on. Um, it's, it was one of the best uh, pre-shows we had, and we found it's been uh, whenever we get uh, fellow podcast people on, or uh, people, even if they just go and do the odd podcast as a guest, the content and chat is always so much better because uh, not only do we know what we're chatting about, well, I sort of hope we do, but uh, it's used to the flow and uh, it works really well. So, uh, no, it's great to have you back. Obviously, we're not going to bother with these intro ones because we've actually done it before. So uh, We have, yeah. But uh, straight into it. Three, two and one, which is just the best record to look at as pure numbers wise um yeah how's how's the season gone so far for you guys well as you know jack it's a bit of a wobbly start um very interesting week one against you guys where either of us could have won that game really it came out like missed kicks uh yeah and then i think up until week five we were matching your record two two and one um we got the win last week then we had the bye uh, so it was quite funny actually watching us go from third in the division to first without playing a game. So thanks to the uh, Ravens and the Bengals for that, that switch there. Yeah, it was, it was one of them where I was saying going into uh, last week's games, it was like, with you guys not playing, you've got to favour the Chiefs and the Saints um, it, with their matchups. And if we beat the Bucks, suddenly what it's been quite a disappointing season in a way for Browns fans. We're one win off top in the division. And uh, mm-hmm. that was... Uh, Exciting, obviously, we screwed it up in a true Hugh Jackson style, <laughs> but there was hope. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was a long field goal, to be fair, Jack. There's not much that Hugh could have done about that. I mean, Baker's face said it all, really. And uh, it's just the way it's going. At least you're keeping these games tight, which is, I guess, all you can really ask for after last season, that you're, you're properly challenging and, and sometimes getting the win out of it as well. Yeah, well, I would argue that we should have put the game away earlier um there was just some bad some of the play calling was awful um I, I, when fair. we got to Haley, we were like oh this is good it's an upgrade because it's not Hugh Jackson making plays calls but uh there was a lot of obviously grumbling from uh Steelers fans about some of the decisions he makes and uh yep we now see what you're on about <laughs> yeah he always had a problem um him and Ben uh, about who was really uh doing the play calls and as you can see in Pittsburgh, at least, uh, Ben got the, the rub of the green that way. He brought in his own... Well, once they got rid of Haley, um, he managed to install his own quarterback coach as the offensive coordinator. So that in itself, it causes some arguments uh, with Steeler fans that maybe you uh, think they're relying too much on the pass rather than using a more balanced attack. Obviously, with Ben basically calling the plays, um, he wants to throw it downfield. He's got players that can make those, those runs. Um, 
So it's a little bit frustrating sometimes when we see a drive for Pittsburgh. First two downs, it's, it's a long ball, it's, it's low percentage completion. And then, of course, you're, you're struggling to get down, uh, well, get a third down converted. So um, we have our own problems at the, at the same time with not having Todd Haley as defensive coordinator and leaving it up to Ben. But yeah, there were definitely problems with Haley and uh, his, his coaching style. I don't think meshes with uh, an experienced quarterback. Yeah, no, I'm always in favour of the whole pass, pass and pass. So, uh, no, I'd happily have our old Big Ben if he fancies just flipping over here and just being offensive coordinator. He's more than you could have had him. You know you could have had him, Jack. You went for Kellen Winslow Jr. So I, uh, I don't want him to play quarterback. I've got Baker. I'm happy with that. I want him over as offensive coordinator. So, stick him oh, okay. coaching at and uh, give him the headset and uh, let him rip. <laughs> But no, on to the game. We, we've mixed it up and changed how we're doing it now. So it's Browns offense versus Steelers defense. What are we looking for? Uh, what, uh, what, sort of you, what are you looking for? I mean, you haven't got Carlos Hyde anymore. Yes. Like oh, it's great. We've actually got real running backs that can run. Okay. We're going to run for two yards at the start of every drive and then uh, punt it away after a couple of... Uh, more attempts. It was just, it was, it was depressing um, because it just, there, there's no need to ever run on the first down. Um, it's just, it should be banned. Just ban it completely. Okay. <laughs> it's just, throw the ball. So you've got an attempt, just yeah. throw the ball. But um, no, I think I'm, I'm worried after how bad it's been. I, don't think we've scored a, po- a single point on our opening drive um, in the NFL. Whereas, like the Chiefs, I think all but one they've got a touchdown this season. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just there seems to be no will to sort anything out. And uh, when Baker's basically getting the ball out of his hands within two and a half seconds, we're looking good. And lots of people are moaning about the tackles in the Browns. Um, and the issue is they're all right for the first two and a half seconds. They're not elite but they're they're solid and what happens is when they're having to hold off pass rushers for four seconds they're getting home and mm. unfortunately if you look at people say the Saints have probably got the the best uh, tackle combo at the moment that's because like 0.1 seconds after the snap Drew Brees has already thrown it because he's that quick at getting the ball out so um that that's well, where also Drew Brees Drew Brees stays in the pocket as well whereas someone like Baker if he doesn't see the the first or second option, he's going to try and move out. And then, you know, any offensive line, they're only as good as knowing exactly where the quarterback is. Want to um, Brett Coleman? I don't know if you watch his video series on YouTube. I'm going to have to shout out Brett Coleman. Uh, does an amazing job. K O L L M A N. Um, he did a, a video recently showcasing the Seahawks and talking about Russell Wilson and how we all malign the the O line for the Seahawks. But like you said. They're not actually that bad. You can only cover for a few seconds anyway. Um, when your quarterback's moving all over the place, you can only do so much. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to say that Baker's not doing the right thing. I think that if there was something open, he'd probably throw to it. He's, he's not adverse to throwing into a tight window, is he? I, I don't think he's adverse. I think a lot of it comes down to play calling and what they're giving him as offense rather than having a a short, quick passing game where, yeah, by all means, have someone run deep and if it explodes open, then throw it over the top and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. But just get more options. He loves throwing in the middle of the field. So get David Njoku going sort of 
five, six yards and throw to him. Jarvis Landry, stop getting him to run down the field. It's not working. Get him running um, less than 10 He's yards. He's not a deep threat like that. Yeah. Um, and just make it nice and simple. And just give him lots of options to throw to. Duke Johnson, get him mm. even if it's just running out the backfield, um, running routes there. Little quick throws, and I think he can be dangerous. Obviously, from your aspect, I want to see as little of uh, what as possible. I think uh, he, he, can yeah. cause, he can cause problems. Um, he, I think he had it was his best game in ages when he played us um, start of the season. He yeah, he's had a good season. Uh, he's been matching his brother for sacks, which is always difficult as long as uh, JJ's uh, healthy. Um, but yeah, he's had a good start and it's allowed Bud Dupree on the other side to actually uh, make some gains. Whereas before uh, TJ came in, Bob was having to do a lot of the pass rush himself. And of course, then they can double team him. It makes it nullifies him even more. Um, we've needed our defensive three to be healthy. And so Javon Hargrave being healthy for a while has allowed Cam Haywood and Stefan Twitt to really make some, some gains in the middle. So yeah, I'm, I'm still relatively happy with our defensive front seven. And uh, hoping that we can get after after your inexperienced guys uh, tomorrow. How was uh, is it Ed- Edmonds? It's not Terrell. It's the other Terrell one. Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. Our new safety, uh, first round pick. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. It's um, there's a lot of field to cover, obviously, uh, and we've had some problems with uh, injuries at corner. So he's had to kind of move his way over to that side of the field to kind of help out and cover a little bit more than we kind of want him to. He should be more moving down into the box rather than. Uh, zone safety but he's doing okay better than you know not knowing who he was before the draft was made uh he's doing pretty well so i can't complain too much on that one turned up to see his brother get drafted and then ended up getting drafted so it's That's a great right. world right. <laughs> but uh, anything else on your defense or offense before we flip it over um not really um it's good to have joe hayden back he missed a couple of day- games like i said at the corner so um, when he's there, he does make a difference. Offensive coordinator is scheme against him, so that obviously covers off half the field almost. Uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, not quite as down on the Steelers' defense as, as previous years. Like I said, we've done a lot of work on it, obviously, uh, through the draft and through free agency. Made some pretty good free agency moves. Uh, Morgan Burnett from the Packers has been a pretty good uh, pickup at safety and upgrade from uh, Mike Mitchell, who we had before. Nice. No, uh it's going to be interesting. Um, who knows how it's all going to play out, but uh, we will okay, see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what your guys do. I mean, like you said, they do need to do some more quick and intermediate throws. Um, we spoke before the season started and you were really high on David Njoku saying he's going to be the, the best tight end. Was it ever or just in the league uh, once, in a couple of years? Once Gronk retires, he will be the number one tight end. Uh, all oh, right, he'll take over. Okay. So um, how do you think he's going so far? Because he's not really lighting up fantasy boards, is he? He gets a couple of touchdowns, I think. But um, Did it for me last week. Did yeah. it for me last week. He did very good there. Um, it, it takes time. He's had a couple of drops. The trouble is, they're just not getting the ball to him as much as they should. I think, um, mm-hmm. obviously, it was never going to be that big with um, Tyrod because he just... He, I still question whether he's actually a quarterback. But um, he, he's probably the highest paid running back in the NFL, the way he actually played when he was with the Browns. Um, yeah. Snapped the ball when he, he was already running. He, hadn't even, <laughs> he didn't even look for Reed one. He was, he was gone. Um, but uh, no, I, I think there's, there's some definite promise there with Njoku. Um, obviously, you've had the past problems with uh, Gronk, 
as a Steelers fan. So maybe if he can do it, um, we'll see what happens this week. Hopefully he continues his trend. Mm. I'm in a lovely position in my dynasty league. I'm sat there with uh, Kelsey and Njoku. So uh, the tight end position is wrapped up for the next 10 years as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good. Um, w- one more thing on your... Um, the defence is uh, what we do with running backs now because Chubb can explode. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Obviously, he got, I think it was 18 runs last game, but uh, Duke had one. Just awful. Yeah. Um, but no, get them involved more because you can create problems and uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, your offence... You have to go to the outside because there's no room on the inside. Oh, mate, uh, it, as long as he's touching the ball, Duke Johnson, it's going to be an improvement. We've heard every game... He's a good receiver. He's going to get more touches. He's going to get more touches. And then he gets less and less every game. It's just... Uh, yeah. It's basically become a normal <laughs> joke. So, if we flip over to the other side, our defence versus yeah. your offence. I've got... I've made a couple of notes. And um, I've got... Uh, it's, it's tight ends. McDonald, he's, he's mm-hmm. dangerous, man. Um, I wouldn't he's want a dangerous to, man. I wouldn't want to get in the way of him. You just get a stiff arm in the face, and that, that's just why he's walking to the bar. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he, if if you're looking for a streaming tight end in the, uh, your fantasy team, he's the one to go get this week, guys, because uh, we can't defend tight ends, um, and he's going to have himself a day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been the definite upgrade. We needed some help at tight end. We've had Jesse James for a couple of years uh, of six foot six, six foot seven, um, you know, but he's been primarily used as a blocker rather than a, a, a check down receiver. Um, that's why we brought in Buzz McDonald as a free agent from, uh, from the 49ers. He had some issues before we picked him up um, with dropping the ball. So it was a little bit of butterfingers. Uh, it looks like a year here has kind of sorted that out because now Ben trusts throwing to him. And I think what we've got now is a bit like what the Patriots do. Unfortunately, I hate to say this, but what the Patriots do is they target a certain receiver or two receivers through the first half. You make the adjustment, we throw to two other receivers. And that's what we've got now is actually we've got an option there at tight ends that we can dump off five to eight yard passes and he can get another five to eight yards uh, by trucking. So we can use him a lot more. We've got, we don't have to just worry about throwing the ball down the field. And uh, with James Conner, we've had complete coverage. Uh, in the backfield as well. Yeah. Here's a question. Is Bell potentially the most <laughs> overrated running back in the NFL? And I'm That's an outrageous comment, Jack. As someone who hasn't had a proper running back there since Jim Brown. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying it. But uh, no, Le'Veon Bell, there was a reason why he was still drafted either one or two in most fantasy leagues this season. Uh, and that's because you can't forget just how good Le'Veon Bell is as not just a running back, also a wide receiver he's a dual threat off uh, defenses hate him because no matter what you do he just seems to find a way to gain yardage and get touchdowns um so no he's not overrated and I think that when he finally does hit a field again whether it's uh, in Pittsburgh or somewhere else uh you're going to see why uh that comment was maybe just uh incendiary rather than the, the legitimate well James Connor came in and no, most, yeah. most NFL fans probably never even heard of James Conner before this season. And suddenly, stat line's basically the same. He's been solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're literally paying him peanuts. Obviously, you, know, you yeah. don't have to pay anything. He's a rookie. Yeah. 
Um, um, well, that's because, well, he was a second rounder at a pit, uh, local boy. Um, if you're in Pennsylvania, you'd have known who James Connor was. Uh, if, even if it wasn't from on the field, off the field, he had to deal with, with cancer, uh, came back from that, still played even through his treatment, his chemo treatment. Um, so, no, there was a massive movement for James Connor before he was drafted. After he was drafted, he spent a year, um, sat behind Le'Veon Bell, learned the system, getting used to things. Um, and you can, yeah, you can say that it's a system thing. You can plug someone in, but, you know, you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You're going to say that Aaron Rodgers is a system QB because Brett Favre had success in Green Bay and then handed off to Aaron Rodgers? Uh, no, James Conner is a legitimately great running back. You, could, you can't stick someone else in there and get the same result as what you're getting at the moment uh, with James Conner. They're all the same, mate. Uh, look, look at uh, the Falcons. You had uh, Freeman, you got Coleman, and then my boy, E.O. Smith, ripping it up. Uh, fourth round pick. You can find him anywhere. You can wander down no, the street and sign a running back. You might pay for him. You might actually buy him after all this. You've got the most cap space. I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland come in with a cheeky bid for a Le'Veon. No, it's, it's all right. Dorsey don't like running backs. So, uh, no, we're all good. <laughs> um, I, I, I did a podcast. I, I made three predictions where he's going to go, and we're not one of them. So, I'm grateful for that. But well, uh, not yeah. interested at all. I I'll, think, I'll keep him in Pittsburgh. I'm happy with that. Mate, if, if you want to spend $17 million on him, we'll have whatever player you're going to be cutting that's probably really good. Because at 17... I think it'll be... Uh, it's not going to be 17. He wanted 17. But um, I think the performance of James Conner has actually lowered his, his price tag. So we offered him 14, the same as we offered to Antonio Brown. I think that if we went back with 13.5, he'd probably take it now. Uh, it, Unless it, he wants to try us like in the free agency market, which I'm sure he will. It was to do with the guarantees, though, of why he didn't sign that deal. And I could understand, but for me, I'll just take that money. If you're going to get paid, get paid and uh, love it. So um, like for me, I think James Conner's going to have a day. Um, which is good because I've got him in one of my fantasy teams. Um, it was the last. Pick. He had a yards in week one, didn't he? So he has he got form against you in, in week one. Yeah, no. So uh, I picked him up in the final pick in I think it was like two hundred and fifty sixth pick in a draft, um, and yep. uh, he's 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 sort of delivered for that draft status. Um, yeah, he's in my team as well. Yeah. So uh, no, I think he's going to be one to keep an eye on. Um, I fear um, we're going to see a massive racking up of points um, by your offence. I love our defence. I think they're great. But you're going to see in the fourth quarter, any real pass rush you get from Garrett's going to be over. It's been a growing trend over the last few games. of They're playing him for a stupid amount of snaps. And Ogan Joe yeah. has played over 100 more snaps at defensive tackle than any other player in the NFL. And I know we've had the overtimes, but... That's not the main factor. If you just look at the percentage of snaps they're playing, it's just ridiculous. And they've got to change that quick because if we're getting into the fourth quarter of games, these key moments, and they've literally just run our two best D linemen into the floor, they, they mm -hmm. can't be expected 60 minutes into a game to get to a quarterback. And um, they're just, they're gassed. So, um, yeah. I think you're going to rack up some points. I think the fourth quarter okay. did really well. Okay. Well, I was expecting more fight from that. I mean, if, if, if Paul was there, I'm sure he'd be saying you'd be scoring 50 on us. And, uh, I've, I've got know. a score prediction. Yeah, I, think, I think you're right. I'm, I wasn't expecting you to say it. but uh, yeah. Oh, mate, wait until I drop my score prediction. It ain't pretty. You'll be happy. Okay. <laughs> but you're probably the only one that's happy with it that's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Browns fans. Sorry. <laughs>
Truth hurts, guys. Truth hurts. Um, and um, obviously, there, there's the injury to Schobert, who's sort of been one of the best coverage uh, linebackers in the NFL this season. He's not back. Um, and you're also going to be... Um, Demarius Randall probably going to be back at uh, corner again this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, BBC playing free safety. So... I think they'll be all right. It's, I don't think we're going to get deep too much, but you're going to see these little like throw to Juju for like two yards and then it turns into 20 yards and Vance McDonald just like murders a few people yeah. on his way up for a run. Um, Connor picks up some runs and uh, I think it's going to be them short passes that go for bigger plays. So uh, I don't think Juju's should... the master at that. He's great at just deceptively getting about 100 yards on a game. You, you haven't seen him, but somehow he's caught six, six balls and, uh, and taken up the field 20 yards a time. You know, like, oh, okay, yeah, he's got 100 yards. and Oh, yeah, he's got a touchdown. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, Juju is, is very good at that. I think Ward will do a fantastic job and have um, Antonio Brown basically in his pocket. He's done a really, really good job the first game. Um, and he, he's been phenomenal since. So I think... You'll see very little from Antonio Brown this week. And it's sort of a growing... I'm glad pick. you mentioned Denzel Ward. He's, yeah, he's an amazing pickup for you guys. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, four years' time when he's even more developed, him coming over to Pittsburgh on a, on a contract and, uh, and winning something. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing Denzel in four, four or five year years. Option, Fifth year option. <laughs> then we're going to tag him. There's no chance. He'll do a Hayden. Hayden will put a call in and say, come over. <laughs> nah. Oh, we'll see running back. Can I have a running back? Which running back do you uh, want? We'll take Denzel. We'll take him. <laughs> but um, no, it's um, the defense will be amazing. They'll add a couple more pieces long term, and I'm really looking forward to it. But um, your offense is still it's it's a highly powered beast. It hasn't clicked very much this season, um, but when it does click, it's great to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's fair to say. You know, sometimes well, we we have we are putting up points. It's just sometimes the the score doesn't reflect it as well. You know, getting drives and then maybe stalling in the red zone. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I'm hoping to go on a bit of a run. Actually, uh, we've had two wins before the bye. I'm predicting, as we talked about, you know, maybe looking at the rest of the season. I'm predicting at least another four before we we hit a loss. Yeah, it's really interesting reading um, some stuff someone put out, I forget who it was, about teams after the bye. Of, they're very boom and bust. Um, so they either come out of a bye smashing it or they don't yeah. do very well. They they don't stay at the same level, which is it's quite interesting because you think naturally, you think, oh, they have a rest, they're recovered, they're, they should be good to go. But some teams it works great for and some teams it's an absolute disaster. Mm. That's all about the coaching, really. I think getting ready for that next game after the bye, you need to be ready. There's no excuse if you've had a week off um, to not be completely focused on, on shutting down the options of the other team. So, yeah, I guess that comes down to the coaching and, and how that works. Obviously, injury report, you guys are basically all healthy. I think there's one person who's got a slight uh, questionable, or he's probably even been cleared by now. We've got uh, three players out. Higgins out is going to be a big miss. We need him back. He's Baker's favourite weapon. And I think mm-hmm. Baker would have a better chemistry with our wide receivers if Hugh Jackson would have actually allowed him to practice with them um, during the uh, off-season and training camp. Yeah. And the fact that he <laughs> literally banned them from even talking to them um, 
was just beyond me um, because his chemistry with Higgins, he, and Higgins isn't that great of a receiver. He's just the, the chemistry right. between them and it's his favourite weapon. So he'll be back. You see that a lot though, Jack. When you, when you get a, a backup quarterback, they've usually been training with the second team. And so they do pick up that one player that you never heard of at wide receiver and go, well, I know you because I target you all the time in, in preseason. Um, so, yeah, they sometimes go away from the established number one receiver because they haven't built up that rapport yet. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not surprised that Higgins is being the, uh, the beneficiary, shall we say, of uh, Baker's early, early career. Trouble is, he's been out injured and it's, it's really hurt the offence. So, uh, fingers <laughs> crossed, it'll be back next week. You won't be in time for this one. Um, Showbert's out and Gaines is out. There's uh, questionables on uh, Tretter and Randall. So Randall might not even play, which will be gutting. Um, one thing on special teams to keep an eye out for, Ryan Switzer. How on earth did yep. you get him and a sixth-round pick for a fifth-round pick? Why is he not in a Browns jersey? It's just... <laughs> I, I liked him when he was at... It was, was it Dallas or was it... Um, yeah, he st- his first season was at Dallas, yeah. From uh, North Carolina. I liked him there. And then it was... Yeah, like, he's just a, just a pump returner for us, you know. He's just a, just a pump returner because we want to keep Antonio healthy. And Antonio likes taking all the punt and kick returns because you don't want your 14 million a year wide receiver taking those, those runbacks. So you bring in someone who basically got Mitch Trubisky drafted second overall in, in Ryan Switzer. I don't know if you watched any North Carolina tape, but um, I did. And Switzer just bailed him out of so many bad throws. It was unbelievable. Every, every throw he went was either to Switzer or one other guy. Um, yeah, and Switzer would take it about 40, 50 yards a time. So, uh, yeah, he's a good, good wide receiver. Uh, you know, obviously, the NFL don't rate him as much more than a returner at the moment. But I guess that's how you work your way through to, to making on the, the starting roster. Yeah, I think he's a special teams player. And then... I think he can he can do a job in the slot, sort of the backup slot. I don't think he's going to be starter level at the moment, but he might he might develop into that. Um, and he, he the next Cole Beasley. Yeah, just catches a little pass, and he might do something with it. He might not, but yeah. his hands are pretty solid. So uh, no, mm-hmm. I, I like him. I, I'd much rather have seen seen him in our kit, but uh, hey, it happened. You had enough picks. You could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. You had you had other things on your mind, I guess, at that point. But, uh, well, we yeah. drafted a bloody running back. You can have him, can have him next year if you want. It's not a problem to us. Um. So, score prediction. Right. Okay. Right, so here's Paul's. It's 28-20 to the Browns. So, he, he reckons it's going to be a solid... You, you haven't scored 28 points on us in over 15 years. Yeah, but we haven't Where had Paul Baker in the last 15 years, mate. <laughs> well yeah so I don't know where he's getting that from I mean the average over the last since 2003 the average score Pittsburgh have won by 12 points well so, I'm going more than 12 points I'm going okay. 38 20 to the Steelers okay I, I don't yeah think that sounds about pretty, right I think it's going to be very similar to the Chargers game I think the internal coaching Riffs, um, I just think it's going to be very, very messy. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think you could see all hell like loose on that sideline um, as they start going at each other. Okay. But, uh, I, I'm going to go 33-10. Ooh, that's brutal. 
to the Browns, yeah? No, not really. I'm talking about a, a second half showing, really. I think the first half, it'll probably be seven all or something, and then the second half, there will, there'll be a move away. Um, yeah. And then you'll kick a field goal, obviously, and then you'll be trying to get the touchdown and, and won't succeed. That's why I'm thinking 33-10. It's to the Browns, yeah? <laughs> Just you know I've got love for the Browns, Jack. You know I've got love for you over over Baltimore and Cle- and, and Cincinnati. But uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the final record going to be for you guys? You're at three, two, and one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with my uh, Steelers tinted goggles on, I've actually only got us losing one more game this regular season. Uh, <laughs> And that's not to the Patriots either, it's to the Saints in week 16. I think that every other game, I'm not actually afraid of. Uh, so we've got Baltimore. Um, they don't do the sweep against us. So the fact they beat us earlier on in the season means that we have to get revenge on them. Um, Carolina, they don't play well away from home. Uh, then you've got Jacksonville. Well, which Blake Bortles is turning up? I think this is... This is a really bad year for Jacksonville. You know, I mean, last season, at least they didn't bench the guy. Um, to keep his confidence up this year. The fact they've, they've, they've benched him just yeah. proves that that's all gone wrong over there. Uh, and then you've got Denver. Okay. Even if it's at Denver, I don't care. Uh, then you're against the Los Angeles Chargers at home. We, we can beat the Chargers in, Chargers in Pittsburgh. Chargers will beat you. They not will not beat us. Uh, then you've got Oakland. <laughs> They're not. I saw them last week. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, then you've got Oakland. Well, they, they beat themselves. Uh, Patriots, I think we're actually going to get this one done. Uh, and then New Orleans, at New Orleans, I don't think we're winning that game. Uh, and then Cincinnati, well, we've got Cincinnati's number. So I, I predict us finishing 12, 3, and 1. It's bold. Uh, it is bold. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to lose another couple of games in there. But It'll be a Saints-Chargers uh, Super Bowl. You heard it here first. <laughs> Okay, that's what I'm, that's that's what I think. That's what I think at the moment. I think uh, actually, I don't see how you're ruling out the Chiefs beating the Chargers because the Chiefs got a much worse defense than the the Chargers. The last time the uh, Chiefs went five and zero to start a season, they didn't they didn't yeah. win a playoff game. They they've got a terrible history of start off really well and then gets to the playoffs and they just self destruct. Um, you you know as well as I do about history. And uh, they didn't have Pat Mahomes uh, in any previous season. So therein lies the difference. I think they're going to get it done. I just, I, I, with that defence, they've got to sort out something on the defence. If they can sort out something on the defence, I think they'll be okay. I just... Well, I think they did much better last week. I think you saw an improvement on the defence. They, they gave up their fewest amount of yards, fewest uh, points as well. It's moving in the right direction. They've got three of their big players out as well. You know, Justin Houston's not playing at the moment and the safety. So, yeah, I, I think they've got bigger players to come back. Not that I'm going to start rooting for the Chiefs. I'm just telling you why I think that they're more dangerous than the San Diego. Sorry, not San Diego. The LA Chargers. Jesus Christ. Are we going to smash like 40 points next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. We'll shut them out as well. Shut out. 40 nil shut out. If you want to shut them out, then great. I, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> We've experienced Kansas City once this season. Uh, trust me, I know what you're going up against in two weeks. <laughs> but uh, no, um, well, w- what's your guess for the uh, final Browns? What's the number going to be at the oh. end of the season? Oh, the Browns. Well, 
You've not got a very nice uh, schedule coming up, Jack, I've got to be honest. It's brutal. In fact, well, I, I gave you two wins, two more wins in the final games. Uh, they came against Atlanta because I think, all right, if you're not beating us this weekend, you won't beat in Kansas City next weekend. Uh, against Atlanta, which is, you know, Super Bowl team two years ago, I think you're going to get the win at home against them. Then you've got your bye week. Then you've got Cincinnati away. I think you might lose that game just because of the running back, Joe Mixon. Uh, at Houston, if, uh, if Houston have started moving again, even without Will Fuller, who's now injured for the season, I think they probably get a win at we'll, home. We'll slaughter Houston because um, our D-line will just right. us. Their O-line is the worst thing the world has ever seen. Um, they're just abysmal. And the only reason they beat Miami is because they got one pressure for the entire bloody game. It was awful. Well, let's, let's, okay, you might win that game. I'm not saying you're definitely going to lose it, but I put it down as Houston's got a great offense. Put it in, put it in the bag. It's done. <laughs> Against Carolina, I don't know. Don't know about that one. At Denver, I think you're probably going to lose that just because you're still a young team at the moment. Not no, used to that. I that one as a draw. <laughs> well, you might, yes. I'm, forget, I'm not putting in draws here. I'm not guessing draws. Uh, then against Cincinnati, uh, at first stage, I think you're winning that game. Uh, and then you lose at Baltimore. So I think you end up with a 4-11-1. Um, let's say 5-10-1 if I'm being nice to you and you get your, uh, your Houston win. It's still not bad. Wait, wait. You, were, you didn't win a game last season. 5 Eleven and what? Five, ten, and one would be a great result for you at the end of the season, considering you're Hugh Jackson as head coach. Exactly, Hugh Tax. That's worth at least three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to get to. You want to get another good draft pick, you know, next year. So you want to don't want to go too far. Is, I'm um, not that care about in, draft into the middle of the pack. <laughs> but um, no. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. It's good to have you back. Um, let everyone know your details. Where can they find you? Well, it's my pleasure, Jack. Uh, so you can catch me uh, the Jim and the King NFL podcast. That's jimandtheking.com. On Twitter, at Jim and the King. We do a weekly podcast. You can catch all our stuff online. Um, so, yes, yeah, check us out. And, yeah, we, we like the Browns. Yeah. And ju- just to confirm, yeah. that's a NFL-wide podcast, not just a... Steelers fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. The King is a is a Chargers fan, um, probably a closet Bills fan. Um, he wasn't happy that his team moved from San Diego. Uh, so yeah, and we've got um, other guys on the show as well: Denver Dave, Punk Raider. Um, so we've got a mix of NFL fans, um, and we talk about all the stuff that's going on in the NFL at the moment, and obviously recap the games. And the King gives us his picks for the next week. So Bills. yeah, we do about an hour long podcast every week. Bills? Why do you want to be a Bills fan? don't ask me it's his choice but uh he swears he's not but he seems to always pick the bills a lot you know and seems to talk about them glowingly when i don't see why but uh he does know they've yeah. got a tight end playing quarterback yeah 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 he knows all these things <laughs> he's still technically a Chargers fan all right we're going to the game in london tomorrow he'll be wearing his phil rivers jersey but i think there's just a divorce you know you know, when you get divorced like that, Jack, from your team, then you can do some strange things. And I think, you know, this is kind of a rebound, uh, you know, in a bar, 2 a.m. He's well, bad disco to, lighting. He wants to see some uh, Super Bowls. Get on the uh, Baker train because they're all <laughs> kind of Not this year. Once we get rid of you, after that, we'll be all right. 
Okay. <laughs> are, you, but, uh, are you hosting uh, the Super Bowl then? Is that what's happening? Pardon? Cleveland hosting a Super Bowl. Ah, uh, we're, we're going to win them all. We're going to win them all. Four you're, on the back. The only way you're going to get a Super Bowl in Cleveland, mate. I'm sorry, but. Uh... <laughs> I love you, really. <laughs> well, we'll be down there tomorrow. Uh, me and Paul aren't going to the game, but we're having a few beers and we have a load of Browns fans. So we're going to be at Baker Street, 10 o'clock. Um, then we're going down, I think, 11.30, midday. Just after midday, yeah. we'll be on the bridge um, over Wembley. Well, just as you come out of Wembley Tube, stop having our group picture, I think 11.15. That's what the time of meeting. So uh, if you're around, come say hello. And then after that, we stood outside co-op with a load of beers um, on the lash. I will try and do that, Jack. Yeah. But no, thank you very much for joining us. Um, obviously, have a good rest of the season after this week. Um, and I look forward to you finish second in the division behind us. You too, mate. Finish second well. Do it. <laughs> Just remember, guys, change is coming. There's change coming. There's change coming.